Hello, welcome to Industry Reactions. Industry Reactions is a weekly briefing on industry events, changes, and future trends that impact your business. We're your health host, Kelly Kimball and Jeff Martin from Penpoint. You can find Industry Reactions on YouTube, LinkedIn, and as a podcast. For those watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and thank you for watching. We plan on discussing issues that impact the global industry and help you uncover new opportunities. We hope this will provide market intelligence that will keep you ahead of changing conditions. All right, jumping right in. Reflecting on the ongoing hurricane disruptions and supply chain challenges, the U.S. Chemical Production Regional Index fell by 1.5% in September. This was following a 0.4% decline in August and a 1.1% gain in July, according to the American Chemistry Council. ACC mentioned that chemical output fell sharply in the Gulf Coast region and declined in other regions. Chemical production was mixed in September, showing an improved trend in the production of synthetic rubber, manufactured fibers, other specialty chemistries, fertilizers, crop protection chemicals, adhesives, coatings, and consumer products. These gains were offset by weaknesses in organic chemicals, plastic resins, basic inorganic chemicals, and industrial gases. Man, when are these going to end? Yeah, there's been a lot. Of, it's there's been a lot of swings lately, and you, I wonder how much of it's supply chain or demand disruptions. There's all sorts of question marks that's going on right now. Right. On Monday, the EPA announced a three-year initiative to regulate PFAS or PFAS and restrict their use. U.S. manufacturers still use the chemicals and public water systems are not required to monitor for any of PFAS. Uh, PFAS are known for, as forever chemicals because they never break down or remain present in the human body. PFAS is a class of chemicals that have a carbon fluorine bond that make them extremely effective, but nearly impossible to break down. The chemicals have been linked to a long list of health problems, including high cholesterol, a suppressed immune system, infertility, some cancers, and a reduced efficiency of vaccines. I also saw that um, last week tonight with John Oliver did a story on this um, as well this past couple of weeks. So that I know that's in the new, a lot of different news sources. The number of drilling rigs operating in the U.S. oil fields increased by two this week as oil prices came within splitting distance of $85 a barrel. According to the oil field service giant Baker Hughes, the rig count rose to 544. This is actually up from 296 rigs a year earlier, and this is the highest since April of 2020. Although drillers have added 248 rigs in the past year, the number of operating rigs remains far below the peak that was almost 1,100 at the end of 2018. I've definitely seen this at the pumps. It was almost $100 to fill up my gas tank last week. Yeah, gas prices keep creeping, creeping up. You know, the question is, what's the economic number and where is that going to kind of level out at? Um, but it is interesting to kind of keep a keep an eye on rig counts as well as all the utilities seem to be creeping up right now as yep. well. Absolutely. Especially with winter he heating season coming up. I think we all need to save a little extra money for our, when those bills come due. No kidding. All right. During the week that ended October 23rd, the rail car traffic in North America increased 3% year over year. Um, while declining three and a half percent from the previous week. Um, so as we see, these data bounces around quite a bit. Um, but we know that overall, um, 2021 is exceeding 2019 and 2020 um, as far as volume goes. So uh, I think this year is 
it's been looking pretty good. Um, so we'll just keep tracking the uh, rail car traffic here in North America. Lyondell Bassell and its joint venture partner, Palmer manufacturer Covestro, announced the completion of its circular stream project at their site in the Netherlands. With this project, the site incorporated an innovative technology into the existing production plant, which basically converts water-based waste into energy, which is pretty neat. The new installation takes the site's existing production process to a higher level of efficiency and sustainability. This results in an overall annual reduction of approximately 0.9 petajoules of energy use, or 140,000 metric tons of CO2. This also avoids the release of 11 million kilograms of salt residue into surface water. Pretty cool and interesting technology. Yeah, sustainability is really driving a lot of these plant investments and um, really changing all those things, especially with all of the climate uh, conference going on in the news, the Worldwide Climate Conference. Interesting. All right, next up in our M&A news, Eastman Chemical Company announced that it has uh, entered into an agreement to sell its adhesive resins uh, business to Synthnomer uh, for a total cash of $1 billion even. Uh, the sale wow. consists... <laughs> The sale consists of hydrocarbon resins, uh, including their Impira tire resins, uh, their pure monomer resins, their polyolefin polymers, uh, rosins and dispersions, and oil chemicals and fatty acids based in resin product lines. The business is currently part of Eastman's additives and functional product segment. Um, the total sales price, like we mentioned, was $1 billion, is 11 times our EBITDA uh, of that business. Quite the sale. Lots of those going on lately. Yep. A lot of MA activity. Absolutely. Speaking of, BASF and Integris have signed an agreement of the sale of BASF's precision microchemicals business. This one went for $90 million. The transaction includes technologies, intellectual property, trademarks, and is expected to be completed by the end of this year. The precision's microchemicals business is part of the surface treatment business under BASF's coding division operating under the Shemital brand. This develops, manufactures, and markets high-purity minerals, including cleaning chemistries and chemical mechanical planarization slurries used in the machining surface conditioning of electronic materials. Next up, Ecolab has entered into an agreement to acquire Purolite, the provider of high-end ion exchange resins for the separation and purification of solutions, which is critical to safe um, and high-quality drug production and biopharma uh, product purification in the life science industries. It also provides purification and separation solutions for critical industries like microelectronics, nuclear power, and food and beverage. Um, that, this acquisition was structured as a cash transaction and valued at approximately $3.7 billion, which is wow. quite a chunk of change. No kidding. <laughs> Okay, next up, Avonic Industries has signed a purchase agreement to acquire the Swiss plant extract producer, Botanica. The closing is expected to happen this month. With its presence in Switzerland, France, Germany, Botanica is a European leader in sustainable botanical extracts for the personal care industry. Botanica will be integ integrated into the care solutions business line with Avonic's life sciences division, nutrition and care. Yeah, whole botanical business has been growing quite a bit in recent years. So uh, not surprising to see some acquisitions in that space. Yeah, absolutely. I was at a personal care trade show recently and there were a ton of up and coming businesses promoting 
that business unit. Well, that's it for this week's edition of Industry Reactions. We'll return next week with a fresh batch of fresh. The so I can't say that twice. Uh, fresh <laughs> batch of news. Uh, stay safe, stay sane, and stay thirsty. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.